0: Oh my God.
1: You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is September 12th. I want to thank you for joining us on this live Tuesday edition. I'm scheduled to be in studio doing the second, third, and fourth hour today. I am in the InfoWars offices. Obviously, this is your host, Alex Jones. And I am being deposed for the upteenth time by the Democratic Party uh, Deep State Combine. But despite all of the leverage and the lawfare they're waging against us, thanks to you and your prayers and support, we are still on air. And we've even had Greg Gutfeld come out and say, basically, Alex Jones was right last night. And again, this is a bellwether, not that we need mainstream corporate media to, to give us a nod. It's just that... That has now become a maxim showing that people understand that this is a coordinated takedown permanent emergency to destroy America and the rest of the West, which is stated by the UN, by the WEF, by the Club of Rome, uh, by the globalist. And as the mainstream awakens the fact that there really is a brutal corporate transhumanist depopulation as conspiracy against them, it is game over for them. So I want to just salute the listeners and viewers the last 29 years. We have been at the very heart and have been the main engine of the resistance. We've been the most successful out of anybody that came before us. All glory goes to God, but God has worked through you uh, to make this broadcast such a focal point. So I just wanted to thank you. We've all uh, gone through a lot. We've all been attacked, ridiculed, uh, many of us persecuted. uh, But it's worth it because the truth is the truth, and there is no future without the truth. So I wanted to just thank you all. Harrison Smith is going to host the first hour. Owen can't. Pray for him as the broadcast starts. He's being sentenced as we speak uh, in D.C. And we will know uh, very, very soon uh, what that sentence for his, quote, free speech was. So please pray for Owen. He should be popping in very soon during this hour as well. Uh, also, uh, please remember that free speech systems is doing okay. It's, it's barely in the black, uh, but we're reaching more people than ever. So when you buy great products like DNA Force Plus, it's finally back in stock. And bodies, ultimate Temporary formula, finally back in stock, both 25% off, 35% off together. That funds the operation, plus they're amazing products. Now, that's one wing of the eagle. The other wing of the eagle is Alex Jones. And um, I've got a great team of lawyers. They've been doing a great job federally on my bankruptcy and my appeals, but they have not been paid in 10 months. Neither has the big accounting firm. And they've done a great job getting my bankruptcy together, my personal bankruptcy. I am upside down. Uh, They are owed really over a million dollars. And this is a real problem. So I am upside down. I'm completely out of money myself. And so I need your help. I need everybody to make the decision to go to defendjones.com, one word, defendjones.com and make a $1, a $10, a $100, a $1,000 donation. You know who you are. They've made the donations. I thank you. I salute you. I couldn't be here without you. We raised about $125,000 when I talked about it a few times last week. Thank you. The goal is a million. Sounds like a lot, but a million isn't a million dollars today. day. You, you see what they've done to Trump. You see the lawfare there and all the criminal charges. Uh, they're obviously trying to criminally charge me as well. Uh, they've tried to use the bankruptcy to claim I'm a criminal, but it's been proven that I told the truth on everything. The IRS audited us. I got a big return, but that's held up in the bankruptcy. That's right, a five-year audit, got a return. Uh, they said, wow, you, we, have, we owe you money. Uh, so this has been quite the process, but without you, I will not be able to stay on air. So please go to defendjones.com, defendjones.com, at him Go, and make a donation. And I want to thank you all for your support. And Also, please uh, say a prayer and spread the word. Uh, separately if you want to support what I'm doing it's beyond critical go to jonescrowder.com get a free month free over at stephen crowder's great platform with the hodge twins and a bunch of other great talk show hosts and myself where I'm doing two three hour special reports that are really powerful every week and more is coming so if you want to support me and keep me on air as well and that also helps Infowars, go right now to jonescrowder.com That's jonescrowder.com I am in your hands We'll be right back With the Greg Gutfield Statement It's pretty powerful And of course The great Harrison Smith And then I'm sure they'll Take me over They always do But I'm deposed The next two days 8 a.m. to noon Uh, So I am in Our own building Here being deposed uh, And I'm going to be Coming over And doing the show Here in just about An hour or so So God bless And good luck I really appreciate All your help Jonescrowder.com Defendjones.com And m Thank you
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, sitting in for Alex for just the first hour or so. As you heard in that first five minutes, Alex Jones is being deposed as we speak, but he will be sitting here behind the desk, uh, hopefully within the hour, but certainly not much longer after that. And actually, we're going to go in just a minute to the live statement from Owen Troyer, who has just been sentenced to 60 days in prison. For his speech, and no, that's not an exaggeration, he has been sentenced, a journalist, sentenced in the United States of America to 60 days in federal prison for the words that he said, his, his beliefs, his understanding of the world around him. He has been sentenced to two months behind bars, and that's where we are as a country. So Owen is actually making his way as we speak. You can see the Capitol in the background to the place where he will hold a press conference and discuss this sentencing. Hopefully we'll find out a little bit more, such as when the sentence begins and whether there is a possibility of appeal before the sentence is carried out. Yes, 60 days in prison for his free speech. That's not an exaggeration. That is literally what he has been sentenced for. He's never called for violence. He did not organize violence. He did not participate in the riot On January 6th, he did not enter the building on January 6th, but they say he stoked the flames. His broadcasts, both before, during, and after January 6th, were brought up as evidence as to why he should be sentenced. They asked for 120 days. He got half of that. Still, two months. It's two months longer than any American deserves for the speech that they express. It's almost funny. It's almost funny that you call people tyrants, and so they send you to jail for two months. Oh, that, that'll prove them wrong, right? How can we be? We're, so, we're such not tyrants, then we're going to send you to uh, prison for 60 days. So Owen is outside of the courthouse right now, live uh, with his lawyer. Uh, Owen, you're, you're there. Just been sentenced to 60 days.
1: Uh, w- hey, ladies and gentlemen. Owen Schroyer here with my attorney, Norm Pattis. You're going to be hearing from both of us extensively here today about the results of an ongoing case in which I have been a defendant in for more than two years. I'm going to make some preliminary statements, my attorney Norm Pattis is going to go into a little more detail and then I'm going to make a final long form statement about the events that went down today and the events that transpired to get us here. We have a lot to say, and this is a very important case for our country. This is, make no mistake about it, a First Amendment free speech case, and I don't know if I can say it's the most important or biggest ever, but it might be. And by the time this case is fully litigated, well, let's just say it might become one of the biggest free speech cases in the history of the United States of America. Now. we hear from my attorney, I just want to make some preliminary statements before I give you my long-form statement on the events that happened today and the events that transpired to get us here. One thing is very clear, and I believe this wholeheartedly, and I believe that the evidence is in my favor. If I had been a leftist, Democrat, liberal progressive, and I rioted during Trump's inauguration, or I rioted during any of the years that Donald Trump was in office, whether it was the summer of rage in 2020 with the Black Lives Matter riots, or any of the events during the Antifa riots, I would not be here today. I would not be facing jail time. And all of this would have been washed away in the legal system if it would have even made it that far. And let's also be perfectly clear. There is plenty of precedent when it comes to the charges that have been made against me. In fact, just recently, we saw dozens, if not hundreds, of Democrat protesters enter the Congressional House, go into Kevin McCarthy's office, and disrupt. I never did that. I never went into the Capitol. Now, do you think any of them will face what I face? Do you think any of them will have the scrutiny of the legal and justice system? that I've had, well, maybe time will tell in their case, but we already have a case study. You can look at even David Hogg, one of the biggest leftist activists who has also disrupted Congress. Did he have to go through any of this? What about when they interrupted Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation? What about when they interrupted Amy Coney Barrett? What about when they interrupted Neil Gorsuch? What about the climate change protesters that were brought in by Democrat members of Congress into the House? Did any of them have to go through anything that I went through today? There is precedent for my charges and nobody has received the treatment that I have received, nobody. So I think anybody who's being honest about this knows that there are clearly two sets of laws and there are two different justice systems in this country today. If you're a conservative journalist or activist, you get the full weight of the U.S. government, the justice system, and the legal system. If you're a left-wing Democrat, progressive activist, they will find every way and means to make sure you do not suffer and that your crimes do not go prosecuted. Now, I have remained silent for two years, because more than two years, because it was my belief that we were operating in good faith on my side and that they were operating on good faith on their side. But I'm sad to say that the good faith has been broken, shattered, and my attorney will speak more to that. But let's make one thing clear. It was never my intention to become a free speech martyr. Yes, I am a free speech activist. Yes, I believe the reason why the First Amendment is number one is because free speech is probably the most important thing to the foundations of having our country. But here I stand today, a free speech martyr, make no mistake about it. And I have to ask myself this before I allow my attorney, Norm Pattis, to speak here. Is this my country anymore? Is this the United States of America anymore? Is this the country we want to live in when a prosecution, multiple U.S. attorneys, and a judge quote me saying 1776 and USA? in a criminal offense? Is this the United States of America? Is this the Constitutional Republic? Is this what so many have fought and died for, including my own forefathers, my grandfathers? I don't think so, and I think many will see the results of this case and start to question if this is really the country they believe they live in. So before I make my long-form statement on the events from today and everything that led us up to this, I want my attorney, Norm Pattis, Take this time
4: speak. This was a dark day. Make no mistake about it. For the First Amendment and for a freedom of speech in the United States, the events of January 6, 2021, were extraordinary by any any account. But suddenly, they've been transformed into a, from a riot into something that's almost looking like Waco in 1993. You recall where you were in 1993 when David Koresh and the Branch Davidians pulled up in their compound and the government had a warrant to search for weapons with the ATF, there was a standoff, and it lasted for many days. Who in your right mind thought it would have ended in slaughter with the death of 80-some people, many of them children burned to death because of a federal rea- um, overreaction. The smell you detect in the air today is the burning parchment of freedom of expression. Um, Mr. Schroyer appeared at the Capitol on January 6, 2021, with thousands of others. Donald Trump believed the election had been stolen. and For the months that preceded that day, he encouraged his followers that belief. He sought relief in the courts and uniformly failed. On January 6th, people appeared at the Capitol, and Trump spoke blocks from here at the Ellipse. If you go to go to the Capitol, fight like hell. If you don't, you won't have a country anymore. Owen Troyer was part of a cadre of journalists from Infowars who had a permit to speak in something called Section 8. They headed that direction, by the time they arrived, the riot was in. Swing. Warrior swing. went to the Capitol with Mr. Jones and others, and when they got there, they were shocked by what they saw. This wasn't a peaceful assembly of people petitioning for the redress of grievances, speaking out as is their First Amendment right, their right to be heard. It became something violent, and they tried to stop it. They went on the stairs, and they encouraged, Mr. Jones did, people to go elsewhere. They tried to divert the crowd away. Now, as it turns out, Mr. Warrior had a history with oh. the uh, earlier, in 2019, he disrupted disrupted an impeachment proceeding of Donald Trump's conducted by uh, Representative Nadler and the House Judiciary He was arrested for that, and he entered what's called a deferred prosecution agreement. Under a deferred prosecution agreement, a defendant agrees to behave in a certain way in exchange for which the government will dismiss the case. The agreement here was that Schreier, not Mr. Schroyer not enter Capitol grounds or on Capitol grounds with the intent to obstruct, impede, hinder, or delay. Um, he didn't have that intent when he went on January 6th. He had the intent, and he possessed the intent and the right that you have. Petition for redress of grievance, peacefully assemble, speak your mind. He went to the Capitol that day, and the government chose to prosecute him, and him alone, of all the people he was with. Um, by February of 2021, they notified us that he was the subject or target of an, of an investigation. He was arrested in August of 2021, and I got a phone call. Um, would he turn himself in? Yes, he would. Um, and we agreed to waive an indictment. In other words, we agreed that we to release the government of its responsibility to go to a grand jury and say to 20 up to 23 symbol uh, citizens assembled in private, there's probable cause, some reason to believe he committed a crime. We waived that. Let's get it on. The government said at that point, look, would you agree to give us his cell phones, the cell phones he had that day? If you do, it'll go a long way toward favorable consideration at the time of sentencing. Now, there are different prosecutors than were in the case today. Maybe the internal memos um, didn't go down all the way down the chain of command. But I said, before we turn over any phones, let me take a look at what supports your claim that he broke the law. And I looked at the affidavit and I said, well, what did he do? What did he do that's so extraordinary? He didn't enter the building. He didn't engage in violence. There's no claim of sedition, no claim of conspiracy. And I know a little about, about seditious conspiracy now. I represented Joe Biggs and represents patriots who care, have every right to appear at a public forum and demand to be heard. That's what Owen did. So the government stood up today, and it argued that Owen's speech is part of the context the court should consider in sentence it and it asked for 120 days. We asked out of consideration for the first amendment, out of consideration for all that he'd done with his phones, speaking to the government, then having cooperated throughout the dependency of this litigation, that he walk. The government gave him half of what the government asked for, which is the custom in Judge Kelly's courtroom. The government overreaches, and then when we get half, what are we supposed to do? Thank the judge for a discount? This is a classic example of the government behaving as an unscrupulous merchant. If you need a new hammer, and it's worth 10 bucks. And you go to the hardware store, and the store owner jacks the price up to $30, but puts a sign off and says, half off, $15. You're still paying $5 more than you could have for the hammer. Are you supposed to thank the unscrupulous merchant for the discount off a jacked up price? There was no need for incarceration in this case. The government broke faith with Mr. Troyer. The government broke faith with the First Amendment. The government chose to prosecute a man because of his speech. They chose to prosecute a journalist because of his speech. Think about that for a moment. Debates in the courts and among legal scholars have raged, raged for decades about the scope of the First Amendment. And hardliners say it pertains only to journalistic speech. When Mr. Schreier stood up moments ago and said this could become the test case, he's right. This is one of the first journalists in contemporary history to be prosecuted because of what he said. Now, the government will respond and say, oh, no. That's not why he was prosecuted. He was prosecuted because he was in a prohibited place. Well, maybe, you know, and we pled guilty to that because he shouldn't have been at that place. Um, but the sentencing guidelines, that is the presumptively reasonable range of options before the judge, called for a sentence of zero um, 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 to, um, days to uh, six months in jail. The judge explicitly said on two occasions in his sentencing remarks that the, the comments that Troyer made moved the needle. And move the needle in the direction of incarceration. Who among you watching who reads a newspaper, who listens to the radio, who watches television, who relies on social media, wants the person you look to for information and, if necessary, advocacy to be incarcerated because they share your beliefs? Make no mistake about it. The government, in this case, has declared a war on the First Amendment, and I'm here to tell you we're going to strike back.
5: Norm, they declared a war
1: on the First Amendment on January 6th. I'm going to keep speaking here, actually. We'll take questions questions when I'm done. I want to address a couple things that Norm just brought up, too. Because this somehow doesn't get brought up during any of this litigation. But there is a legal process to challenge the electors in a presidential election. There is a legal process. That legal process was set to take place on January 6th, where you review the election process, you review the election law, you see if any laws were broken in the process, and the vice president has an opportunity to say, we're going to withhold the electoral votes until further review. That is a fully legal process that the Democrats have attempted to do multiple times in their party's history. It's been cited in 1960. It's been cited in Bush versus Gore? Hell, some of them even wanted to do it when Hillary Clinton lost. So if there's any precedent when it comes to challenging the results of an election, well, the Democrats are the case study. In fact, the Democrat Party has denied every presidential election that they've lost in the 21st century. Gore, Kerry, Clinton, they challenged every single loss. Was anybody sued? Was anybody brought into the courtroom? Was anybody prosecuted? No. But this legal process that we have in the country somehow gets ignored throughout this litigation, and that was indeed the process that we were trying to support. So if anything, we were supporting the law that day. Now, the one other interesting aspect is the journalism, the journalist protection that was filed when Barack Obama was president, that a federal judge asked the prosecutors in this case if they broke the law when they indicted me, did they go through the proper protocols when it comes to indicting a journalist? As far as does he have protection under the law to be there that day? Now they never responded to that. How convenient for them. Now I don't. Do you have anything else on that? Yeah, point?
4: on that topic, we you know we filed a motion to dismiss. I mean, the, the very one of the very well, excuse me one of the very first court appearances. Mr. Schroer appeared before a magistrate judge. There are two levels of judges in the United States. There are magistrate judges and there are Article 3 judges. Article 3 judges sit for life. Magistrate judges are appointed by the district judges to handle routine court appearances. Routine court appearances include first court appearances. At one of Mr. Schroer's first court appearances, a magistrate judge asked the government, did you guys get the approval of the Attorney General of the United States to prosecute Mr. Schroer? Because under under federal regulations... Under the Code of Federal Regulations, um, there, are, or there is a requirement. And what we got was some mealy-mouth mumbo jumbo that doesn't even rise to the level of deceit. We got evasion, and the judge accepted that an answer, accepted that as an answer. We brought that to the court's attention and the court didn't act on it. Now, in the end, Mr. Schroer pled guilty because of the deferred prosecution agreement. And because it was his understanding, but that by pleading guilty, he did credit for um, um, for his coming forward, as he were, in a forthcoming way. The government welched on that promise today, and they sought to make a point. They sought to make a point by breaking the back of the First Amendment, by breaking the heart of journalists who are courageous enough to insist upon it, and candidly, by insulting you and your rights, and your right to be heard, and your right to choose where to get your information Mr. Schroer will address it to at length in a moment or so, but he'll tell you that, among other things, one of the things the government told the court to consider in its sentencing is the quote-unquote disinformation that Mr. Schroer spread. Does that mean the government's now going to license which version of the truth they think is safe enough for us to consume? That's not the republic we created. We have a Bill of Rights to place substantive limitations on government. We have a court system that's supposed to stand between the government and, the, and an individual accused to make sure that those substantive rights aren't honored. Today, they were breached, they were ridiculed, they were trampled upon, and I have not been as disheartened about my prospects or my country's prospects to live under the rule of law as I am today. So I am now going to
1: go into the details of the shocking sentencing memo in my case. And when I say shocking, it's not just shocking, because of all the instances in which they're trying to charge me criminally for speech, it was shocking to us because again, it was our understanding and our operating in good faith that as long as we went through the negotiations and I cooperated as they wished, that I would not be facing jail time. And then they suggested 120 days, even though the pre-trial services recommendation was zero incarceration and it was actually two years probation which you could argue that I've already completed. So now we're talking about going above and beyond what should have been done here today. Now, if you doubt that this is a free speech case, I'm now going to go into the details of this memo, and you will see exactly that this is indeed that. I'm going to quote directly. The government sensing memorandum. First quote, Troyer spread election disinformation. That speech, that speech, paired with rhetoric, that speech. Now, this one I find quite ironic, actually. It says he precisely warned in November 2020 that if Biden became president, it's not going to be a million peaceful marchers in D.C. Well, I guess they should have heed my warning then. I guess I was right then, wasn't I? So, in other words, I warned them that that would happen. And what did they do? to stop it they stood down local law enforcement and they pulled capital police back all right
3: folks we've been skipping breaks we have to do this break but we'll be back with owen Troyer live from outside the courtroom on the other side stay with us folks
6: for life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include QQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus roots, rhodiola roots, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off, grab the Combo Pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These
0: offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com. You're going. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show.
3: All right. Welcome back, folks. This is the Alex Jones show. Alex Jones will be in studio in a very short time. Stay with us. He'll be here to comment on what's going on. This is the level of oppression that we're under. He can't comment on his uh, lead uh, reporter being sentenced because he's being deposed right now. It's coming from all sides. Uh, Owen Schroeder is outside the courthouse right now. He was just sentenced to 60 days in prison for his free speech. He and Norm Pattis, lawyer, are talking on or speaking on uh, what just happened. Let's go back to this live feed.
4: This event took place almost three years ago, and you are still prosecuting people? I felt bad for Merrick Garland when he did not get his appointment to the Supreme Court in the waning days of the Obama administration. But now I'm glad he didn't. He is the Inspector Javert of the Justice Department, and he cannot find a bridge quickly enough, as far as I'm concerned. And I hope I'm not prosecuted for those words. But he's unhinged. Three years after the Civil War in the United States, a war that resulted in the killing of fellow Americans. 600,000 Americans, we found a way to repatriate those people and set about the business of trying to rebuild the country. Now, on the eve of the 2024 election, prosecutors are still bringing new cases against January 6th protesters and seeking serious penalties each time they can get in front of a judge. What is the matter with you, America? Seriously.
1: And, and I would also like to point out that This insinuation or assumption that I violated my DPA is just that. We never defended that, and we chose not to defend that because we assumed that the government would be operating in good faith in the plea agreement that they would not continue to process or litigate that. But that was obviously a lie based off their sentencing memo and based off of what happened in the courtroom today. So no, we never got a chance to defend that. And I would argue right here that I didn't violate my probation. I did my community service, and as far as my understanding of the DPA is concerned, I didn't violate that because I never went there with any intent. But you see, we chose not to defend that because it was our understanding as part of the plea agreement that that case was not going to be relitigated. Well, we were wrong. Good faith was shattered. There's an entire section in this memo labeled Schroyer's rhetoric. Labeled Schroyer's rhetoric. You're telling me this is not a free speech case when an entire section of this memo is Schroyer's rhetoric? Well, gee, what's a synonym for rhetoric? Speech. That's what a synonym for rhetoric is. In fact, it's probably the number one synonym for rhetoric to be speech if you looked it up right now. Here's a quote in the Schroyer's rhetoric section. Quote, this is a quote from me. We are still in control of this country. Isn't that we the people? Right? Isn't that we the people? Well, I guess we got a loud answer about that today, didn't we? I guess we the people
4: are not in control of this country. When popular sovereignty becomes a crime, you're a criminal, each and every one of them. Here's another quote. Troyer
1: spoke to another D.C. crowd through a bullhorn. That's speech. That's speech. Here they are quoting something from my show. On November 18th, 2020, that speech, that speech, November 18th, 2020, and and I'll add, because I, I'm not going to go into the weeds of all the different quotes they had for my shows, but these people watched every second of every broadcast, every interview, and everything I've been saying for five years.
4: And they didn't learn a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So for five years, these people have been obsessed with me. Why? Why me? I don't have a violent criminal charge ever in my life. I'm not a violent person. Never been. Ask anybody I know. And I'll tell you, I'm quite popular. And you ask anybody I know. I've got a huge heart and I have a peaceful soul. But that somehow gets lost on this government in their obsession to track and trace, and now litigate everything I say. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised, they requested my phones, in fact,
4: are they gonna get those back? We'll get them. We'll see if they
1: ever give them back, because who knows, they could lie about what's in there, they could lie about my text messages.
4: Well, they might put them in the National Archives, you know, as you know, evidence of the, the great national threat and disruption to our way of life, you know, exhibit number
1: 666. Well, let's hope that actually it goes in the archives of free speech victory When we win this on appeal, and it might get to the highest levels of the court, I'll leave it at that. But again, maybe they're going through my text. How long have they been monitoring my emails, my text messages? They're watching my show every day. Why wouldn't I believe they're monitoring all of my speech? Have my rights been violated? Have my privacy rights been violated? January 5th, Breuer addresses crowds gathered in D.C. Again, that's speech. In fact, that's a whole other section. So there's two sections. There's two sections of the sentencing memo that are just speech. Schroyer, here's a quote again. Schroyer yelled, we are going to restore and we are going to save the republic and all these great Americans are going to be the ones to do that. That offended them. That offended them? We're going to restore and save the republic? That's offensive to the Justice Department? Here's another one. Troyer called in to a live broadcast. That's speech. Quote. Whoa. Whoa. What I'm afraid of is if we do not get this false certification. Sorry, there's a lot of criminals in D.C., okay, in case you didn't know. So the sirens go off in D.C. a lot.
4: No, that's not. They're they're on their way right now to post bond for a guy who mugged an older woman because he was a victim of a historic forces that let him not. Or have or, or maybe
1: he was robbing a store and someone tried to stop him, and so you've got to arrest the guy. So there's going to be police sirens because this is a criminal. A lot of criminal activity here in the Democrat-run district of Columbia, but they're more concerned about me. Let's just let's just make that little campy remark real quick. Getting back to this quote. This is a quote from the sentencing memo of a quote from me. What I'm afraid is of is if we do not get this full certification of Biden stop this week, I'm afraid of what this means for the rest of the month. I'm afraid of what this is going to mean to those Trump supporters. Well, I guess we now know what it means, don't we? I guess we now know what it means for those Trump supporters. And I guess I was right again. It means political persecution. And for many, it means indefinite incarceration. I was afraid that would be the case. And now here we are. Here it is again. Quote, Troyer addressed a crowd at Freedom Plaza. On January 5th. On January 5th, Troyer addressed a crowd at Freedom Plaza. That's speech.
4: And, you know, they say these things, and then the prosecutor had the ovaries to stand up in front of the judge and say, we're only talking about his January 6th speech. Those are grass ovaries, folks. Buy them if you can. More criminals, more criminal activity, but
1: Merrick Garland is focused on me. Instead of cleaning up the streets for average Americans. For speech, I quote. Troyer took to a megaphone in front of one of those crowds on Pennsylvania Avenue. And here's the quote. In 1776, the American Patriots sent a loud message to the entire world. tyranny will not exist in the West. And so now the Democrats are posing as communists, but we know what they really are. They're just tyrants. They're tyrants. Well, I guess they're proving me right again. I guess they have proven me right again. Now, here's something that they mention as well. After hearing that people may have breached the Capitol, Schroyer and Person One. It's funny that they don't want to mention whose name it is.
4: because the evil Alex Jones. And they don't want to. InfoWars. And they don't want to
1: mention his name because all Alex can be seen doing that day is trying to detract people from going into the Capitol and detract people from engaging in illegal behavior. In fact, it's all over the body cam footage that's been submitted as, as evidence. So they say after hearing people breach the Capitol, Schroyer and Person One began leading a crowd down Pennsylvania Avenue towards the Capitol building, encircled in the red area with the megaphone. So again, why did we go there? To stop the crowd, to stop the activities, and to go to our licensed speaking stage that we had already had. Again, I quote, Troyer continued shouting to the crowd through a megaphone. That's speech. That's speech. Okay, so now they're saying, now they get into, okay, I I breached the Capitol grounds. And again, this was, the Capitol had already been breached. The Capitol had already been breached. The Capitol grounds had already been breached hours before we got there. They even mentioned that we stood on stairs with person one and led a chant of USA. I chanted USA. Look, I chanted USA. I chanted USA. And that's now being used against me in a sentencing memo. They even quoted, and by the way, what did what did person one say when we were on those steps? Don't go into the Capitol. This is going to be used against us. And now here we are. That's incredible, isn't it? But then it quotes one of the members of our team that was there that day, and it says, let's take a break right here. Let me talk to this cop and see if I can get person one, Alex Jones, up there to de-escalate the situation. De-escalate the situation. Direct quote, de-escalate the situation. Do I really have to explain what that means? Maybe I should for the prosecution. What's the synonym for de-escalate? Stop. Cease. Put an end to the violence. Now, this I find actually quite humorous. Would you like to see the evidence that they are presenting to the judge of proof that I breached Capitol Grounds? Tell me, Norm, can you read that sign? You know what that says? Not really. Yeah. Here's their evidence. Here's their evidence that I knew I breached an area. Can you guys see that? A stomped, trampled, dirtied, muddied sign on the ground that is clearly unreadable. I mean, look, that's a joke. That's a joke. And that's their proof that I knew I had crossed a boundary. Folks, the boundaries were all down. This is the best evidence they have is a crumpled up, creased up, smashed up, stomped out, muddied up sign on the ground that nobody could have read. And that's their evidence. There, oh Boy, I don't even know where to stop. Here they are again. I'm chanting USA, a chant of USA being used against me, a chant of 1776 being used against me. Oh, here's a third section. Here's a third section on my speech. Troyer's statements on InfoWars. Troyer's statements. What's a synonym for statement, Norm? What somebody said. Speech. That's what I thought. Speech.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, a little
1: slow. Folks. Speech. Folks, folks, they quote me. They quote me. here is from May 17, 2021. That was months before I was indicted.
4: You're charged. There was no indictment. But Mr. Troyer was not charged until August of 2021.
1: So this idea that I showed no remorse after the charges is impossible. I hadn't been charged yet. But see, we didn't get to defend any of this because we took a plea thinking the government would be acting in good faith. We learned the hard way they weren't. Check this one out. Look at what they submitted to evidence of proof that I'm somehow a criminal. A picture of me inside the Capitol with a piece of tape over my mouth. And a sign that says, I've been banned from social media, and they're trying to ban me from the Capitol. Which, Norm, should we talk about that? Now, this is something that we haven't really discussed, but I guess now's the time. So, but anyway, here's the picture. I have a piece of tape over my mouth, and they're using that against me. Now, in the original case from, I believe it was December 2019... Norm, didn't we have to go in front of three different judges because the prosecuting attorney literally wanted to ban me from D.C. and Absolutely. the judges
4: said, "No way, I'm doing that." You can't do that. Their initial, when when Mr. Schreier was initially detained, he was placed in the lockup, brought out, um, and we argued for his release, and the court was inclined and did agree to release him. The government asked us a condition that he be banned from stepping foot on the Capitol, and our position was, huh, um, which part of Can't do that. Does the government not understand? And the court sided with us, basically saying we could not be banned from the Capitol. So they did try to ban me from the Capitol, and multiple judges
1: said that that was beyond comprehension. And so they requested a new judge until they could get the DPA that they wanted. I continue, page 20. Troyer's word. Troyer's word. And then they say that I was on release for nearly the same conduct? Really? You're going to compare 30 seconds of a disruption of Jerry Nadler to what happened on January 6th? Really? Nearly the same conduct? I believe that is just an outright falsification and misrepresentation of reality. But again, Troyer had an active order to stay away from U.S. Capitol grounds. No, I had an order not to intend to disrupt any proceedings. And I had no intention of such that day or any other day. It then condemns me for not correcting my rhetoric in regards to January 6th or the 2020 election.
4: Was there something you wanted to say? Yeah, you know, I, let me let me go back to this point. I just, you know, the. It's important to put January 6th, 2021 in context. Um, there was a concerted strategy by Trump and his advisors to try to stop the process but they didn't. If, if they wanted to stop it with guns, tanks, seizing a communications networks, in a coup, um, that nobody else got the memo. What they did is they engaged in a series of failed legal strategies. Um, they wanted um, to to have slates of alternative electors um, uh, ready in case an election uh, results in a particular state were declared unlawful, and they acted in that way. They also believed, and there were, and, and the Trump and Mr. Trump had been advised by counsel that. Pence had authority to do other than what Pence thought he did. So if there was a constitutional crisis in the country at that time, it wasn't that one side decided to use force to subvert democracy, which is the constant theme of prosecutors in this case. It is that lawyers realistically disagreed about what to do in an issue of first impression. There, was, And when a lawyer says that, what that means is it was an issue that hadn't arisen before. So Trump thought I believe the record will show, and I've read the entire January 6th House report, go to the Capitol, raise noise. Maybe they'll hear you in there. Maybe Trump, maybe Pence will wake up and do what we think he should do. Pence disagreed. Reasonable minds can disagree about the Constitution. It is written in vague terms. Um, So what happened on January 6th, 2021, is protesters went to the Capitol to be heard. A riot broke out. I represented Joe Biggs, and now I represent Joe Biggs and and Zach Rell in the Proud Boys case. And the government knows to a moral certainty there was no plan that day. And the House committee can write its highly fictional account of the events that day and ignore reality. But even the prosecution stood up at the closing arguments of the Proud Boys case. And I see some of you who were there that day and said the following. A plan needn't be stated. It can be implicit. It could have been formed even after the first breach at the barricade. It, there need to be, there need not be an exchange of words. And you know what? If there was, the government would have produced it. It didn't. The government stood up and argued instantaneous agreement. All of us, I guess, have just agreed to something. I don't know what it is. Your conduct will prove what we agreed to. This was wrong. Owen appeared at the Capitol that day. Hey, He appeared to try to exercise his lawful influence on Mike Pence. He thought with others that Pence had the ability to stop the certification. There were alternative electors, as has historically been the case in electoral context in the country, prepared to act. Um, It didn't happen. And now each and every participant in this has been criminalized, and the government seeks to throw them in jail. It almost makes me wonder what they're trying to hide. That's odd, because it sounds to me
1: like now they're insinuating somehow they know how to telepathically communicate. I'm not familiar with that capability. Maybe they can inform us, but I guess they're now criminalizing well, AI, alleged
4: telepathic communication. AI is pretty powerful. Who knows what they're cooking up in the um, in the NSA? And, you know, Justice Department, if you can read my mind, I'm asking for immunity for what I'm thinking about you right now.
1: So it goes on. The court should consider the defendant's statements. 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 What's the synonym for statement? Speech. Speech. Speech in determining an appropriate sentence which should include incarceration. That's as clear as day. This sentencing memo from the Department of Justice, clear as day says, that courts should consider legal lawful speech to incarcerate whoever they want. It could have died died a ham sandwich if it learns how to talk. Now, there's a whole thing in here about lack of respect for law enforcement. It says I have lack of respect for law enforcement. Anybody who knows my public record and my public platform knows that I have ample respect for law enforcement. I've had rallies for pro-law enforcement, specifically when the other side of the political aisle, the Democrats, have shown contempt for law enforcement. Do I have to go into detail? I think we all know. Defund the police. All cops are bad. All the riots. No, I've shown support for law enforcement, and that has been clearly indicated through my public work throughout the year. And there's a reason when I go into, well, let me just put it like this. When I go into government buildings and police officers are there, they wanna shake my hand and thank me for what I've done. Is that because I don't respect them or because I show clear respect for them? The answer is pretty obvious. Now it's funny because they quote the officers that were injured that day on January 6th. And let's be clear, none of them by me or anybody I was with, We tried to work with them to protect them and protect the Capitol. That didn't happen. But again, show me any criminal sentencing or filing that alleges any guilt associated with any individual to the hundreds, if not thousands, of police officers that got assaulted in the summer of 2020 during the Black Lives Matter George Floyd riots. Show me any instance. But they have it here for me. Seems like a two-tiered system of Justice, and I don't think it could be more obvious. I'm about to reach the end of this document. It's all public. You can look it for yourself. Here's one more quote Troyer played a role in halting the proceedings that day. Ladies and gentlemen, we wanted the proceedings. Why would we want to sabotage the proceedings? That was what we wanted. We wanted those lawful proceedings to happen. We wanted the review of the Electoral College votes. We wanted the review of the law and the application of the law when it took place in the 2020 election we wanted the proceedings that was the entire purpose why would i want to disrupt that i didn't and the government knows that that's all my statements as far as so the where do we go from sentencing here sentencing memo is concerned
4: go ahead norm so where do we go from here we're going to take it. we've asked the court to Mr. Uh, Troyer at Liberty pending an appeal. Um, he's asked for further briefing on that. The legal standard, in other words, what he has to find, is that there's a substantial likelihood that Mr. Um, Troyer will succeed um, and that there was something unlawful about the nature of the sentencing proceedings. The court's reliance on his speech, um, his protected speech in this context, um, we suggest this a clear candidate for appeal and we intend to file a memoranda in support of Mr. Schroer late this week or early next week, and we will file a notice of appeal uh, with the District of Columbia Court of Appeals. It's our intention to get this case to the U.S. Supreme Court, because while relevant defense conduct may be important for a court to consider in the context of of sentencing, in this case, Mr. Schroer's political speech and political activities were used to put him in prison. And if it can happen here, you know, first they came for Owen, First they came for Alex, then they came for Owen, then maybe next they'll come for me, but they won't stop until they get you, until the dead hand of conformity and uniformity governs this country and the, the Bill of Rights is made to be a dead letter. This case is vital. We need your support going forward. So my
1: final statement, is that is that your final yeah. statement? So my final statement on this and everything we've discussed here today is this. You know, um... I consider myself an extremely blessed person from the time I was in high school and writing for my student paper and editing for my student paper to starting up the morning news. My high school didn't have a morning news. I started a whole morning news program there. Still runs to this day.
3: All right, folks. uh, Again, we've been skipping breaks this whole hour, but we have to go to this break. We'll be right back uh, with Owen's final words. Stay with us.
6: Powerful M4's for life formula yet DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25 percent off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, Donkey Ten, Organic Reishi Mushroom, astrologous Root, Rhodiola Root, and an array of even more incredible anti antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com.
3: All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Alex Jones Show. Harrison Smith here. Alex Jones will be in studio momentarily, uh, but we go back to the street outside the courthouse where Owen Troyer has just been sentenced to 60 days in prison for his free speech. He's making statements and answering questions from the press right now. Let's go back to that live feed.
4: And evidence in that courtroom It's basically like
5: the defense attorneys are crippled and like the, how they try to defund the police. Can't do your job, or you risk losing your license.
4: Well, there are about six questions in there. I'm not sure which one to add. answer. I, you know, the country, in my opinion, is at risk right now. Um, I was talking to one of the prosecutors earlier, and I said, you know, we're in a full-scale legitimate crisis. These are dark times. Things are tense, and I'm worried about the country. And he said, we've seen worse times, and maybe he's right. I mean, when I was coming up as a kid, the weather underground was blowing up buildings a couple times a week. Democrats. Sometimes, sometimes multiple times on the same night. Um, But I one of the things I said to Judge Kelly today is, you know, look at the world around you and ask yourself how a man who has four times been indicted is running neck and neck with the incumbent president in some cases ahead. And that's because there's a deep and abiding anger in the American people who feel forgotten. One of the things I learned in the Proud Boys case was just how deep their regard for the country was. These men weren't terrorists. They were angry. And what they were angry about is the same thing many of you were angry about. You're afraid to go into your city because in the summer of 2020, the streets are aflame. And what's happening to the arsonists, um, the, the, a vice presidential candidate's out raising bonds for them. Do you feel at some level your government broke faith with you at that point? Now, there's a difference, I will admit, between burning down my business and attacking the Capitol. But it's not that big a difference. There are federal arson charges and people cross state lines to engage in. in, They cross state lines, thus uh, evoking the Commerce Clause and creating federal jurisdiction. for federal. When Owen talks about double standards, that's what he's talking about. So I think that this fight, the fight for the soul of America has gone on in many, many different courts, Alicia, in different ways in this case. Judges have enormous discretion about what evidence to permit, what evidence not to permit. Um, They make judgment calls. I'm still a lawyer. I have enough respect for the system to retain my license and to go in to fight every day and to hope for judgment. And I don't get it. I go to appellate courts. As to some of the other complaints you raised, um, you know, the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, um, I'm not even, I don't, you know, no charges were brought against the shooter. Um, I don't know if charges ever will be brought. I don't know if there's been a full-scale investigation yet. Ashley Babbitt's mother was present. In Owen's courtroom today, as she was sentenced, she's still weeping for justice. And when will she get it? Um, and you know, maybe never is the answer. So Alicia, you know, I appreciate your support and, and the support of groups like the Gateway Pundit. I think that they're shining a courageous light as these info wars in the dark corners of, of American public life. I you know, I see you here as well, and your reporting has been excellent. We need to rely on citizen journalists because the mainstream media, they'll be gloating today about Owen. And, there, and the airwaves will be filled with hostile commentary. But ask yourself a question. When you have a story that you want to be told about your community, is it the New York Times that's turning up at your door, or is it a local journalist? And more often than not, it's a local journalist who has their hand on the pulse of your community instead of the mainstream media who often has its hands around your throat. And I I mean, I, mean, I know Politico is here, and Kyle, I'm not taking a poke at you. Your, your reporting has been very fair. But there are large institutions that control the agenda in the United States. And the legitimation crisis in this country is inspired by the fact that we, the people, feel forgotten. The protagonist in every dystopian story, 1984, Elvis Huxley's Brave New World, Margaret Atwood's Handmaid's Tale, um, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. These are all people who could have been perfectly happy if they just shut up and went along. But they didn't want to go along one, is we want to be free in our own skins to be ourselves as we see fit. We don't want to dance to the tune set by the man. The man beat Owen Troyer's body today, but it didn't beat his spirit. They can have him for 60 days, but they'll never touch his soul, because a free soul cannot be defeated. And Owen's going to be counting on you for support in the months to come.
1: Yeah, and, and I'd also like to say, and I'll take a question from you in one second, and you want to ask a question too. Would you like to ask a question, Kyle? So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take three more questions, one from Kyle, one from Ivan. All right folks,
3: Owen Schroyer is on the street live, Washington DC, taking questions from the press. He's been sentenced to sixty days in prison. We'll hear more from him on the other side. Alex Jones in studio momentarily. Stay with us. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching and listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm Harrison Smith, host of The American Journal here on InfoWars. Alex will be in studio momentarily. We are watching a press conference being held by Owen Schroer and his lawyer, Norm Pattis, live on the streets of Washington, D.C., where he's now taking questions from the press. We return once again to this live feed.
1: When you lose control of a crowd, the only way to bring the control back is to get their attention. And and usually the way to do that is to say something that they all relate to, like a USA. I start chanting USA, everybody starts chanting USA, and they start looking at us. Now, in this case, it was myself and Alex Jones. But so I'm not surprised the judge didn't understand that. I'm not insulting him for not understanding that. He doesn't have the experience as a public speaker. But as somebody that's done these events, I mean, even, even at sporting events, I mean, that's what they do at sporting events. If the cheerleading team wants to get the crowds focused and on a, on, a, on a mission, what do they do? They start chanting. So, oh, you're drinking your beer, you're eating your popcorn, and then they're chanting defense. And now everyone's chanting defense. Now everybody's looking at the field, watching the game. So that's, that's really a standard tactic. Anytime you are trying to get crowd control is to try to bring that control back. And starting a chant that resonates with everybody is just a standard tactic applied to that. And I would just go further, too. When we start to litigate these issues about the 2020 election, well, who's having the debate about what happened that day? Who's having the debate about 300,000 votes for Joe Biden at 3 a.m. in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in Georgia? I can go on. We're not having that debate. I'm just told, no, Biden won, and you're not allowed to question it. But wait a second. When when do do I get to present the evidence for what I believe? So I just think that that was something that would have been done in trial we decided to take a plea because we didn't want to go to trial. We thought that would be best for the court, the judge, the prosecution, and ourselves. And unfortunately, we had to relitigate the case after the plea was made.
7: that plea in light of what happened today? I'm not going to comment on that.
5: Uh, yeah, Mel Holly with 1776returns.com. Uh, oh, you oh change, change the name.
4: <laughs> you can't use letters or numbers now. Just go ahead. Uh, yeah.
5: So, uh, I'm sure you know what's going on in uh, in New Mexico with the, the yes, governor. Yes. Um, do you think that uh, they know that at this point the First Amendment is dead and they're going for the Second Amendment now? I
1: think this is like chum in the water uh, for tyrants, or I mean, at this, I mean, or just say Democrats, if you want to get specific. I think it's chum in the water. I think when they see cases like this and free speech and the First Amendment not being protected with all the might of the judge and the Justice Department, they see that as chum in the water. And, you know, I'll tell you another instance of this, because I notice this a lot. Whenever a uh, person one or myself gets a lawsuit, you know what tends to follow up immediately? Another lawsuit. And then another lawsuit. And, and a lot of these times, these lawsuits are so frivolous and they just keep coming, a judge will just toss them. But it's like chum in the water for tyrants. Whenever they see a crack in the armor, they go in. So they see a crack in the armor with free speech, they go in. They see a crack in the armor with the Second Amendment, the
4: Constitution, they're going in. And because you raised the question about first and second, I want to give you a tip about what to watch for in Massachusetts. Massachusetts has the right to shelter law that is more liberal, um, more expansive than anywhere else. And the result is it's facing a migrant crisis right now. The governor of Massachusetts, the lieutenant governor, recently called for people to open their homes to migrants to satisfy that requirement. First they ask, then they can tell. The Third Amendment right against quartering soldiers, against the government forcing people into your home, says they can't do it. Um, um, it doesn't. The take the, the takings clause has never been applied to that. So my prediction is that come winter, Massachusetts will impose a stat, a requirement um, that if the government says you've got excess space and offers to pay you for it, they'll get to use it for humanitarian purposes. This is globalism writ large. This is the end of the American dream and the end of independence. It's management of the world in the ways that Klaus Schwab predicted. We will own everything. You will own nothing, but you'll be happy. And I would just say as a final, again,
1: whenever tyrants see weakness, in this case, in our Bill of Rights and Constitution, they go for broke. And let's be perfectly clear. The only thing standing between the corporate world government and the citizen of the United States of America is the Bill of Rights and is the
7: Constitution. If they remove that, good luck. Last question, Ivan Raikland. Thank you. So, Mr. Pattis, and this is basically for all attorneys and all J6 defendants, the common theme of everybody that has been politically persecuted and prosecuted started over there at the Capitol Police Board, headed up by a consistent – the first time you were arrested was under Speaker Pelosi. The next time it was under Speaker Pelosi. What have you as an attorney done to peel to pierce the veil of secrecy because you can't foil? the general counsel, Tad Tobias, the Capitol Police Board acting chief uh, previously, Yogananda Pittman, and now the current Capitol Police chief, what's his name, Thomas Manger, to be able to identify all the documents on where they went from an original jurisdiction to prosecute and then to escalate it and then potentially manipulate that evidence before it was sent over to the DOJ. Have you guys looked into all that sequence of chain of custody of all evidence before it even went to the DOJ to
4: prosecute you? We tried the charges that the witnesses were prepared to testify about, and their motives um, were, 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 were not certain. The government, it is an uncommon theme. It is not a common theme. And it is not uncommon in criminal courts to say the government's not on trial here. The defense is to take your witnesses as you find them. I think that's dead wrong. The government is on trial in every case it brings. It has the burden of proof. And when the government chooses to step into a courtroom, its motives should be inquired. How do I at help you prove the motivations so and the point, manipulation
7: at that I'm, level? I'm preparing went to
4: the an FOI request for Joe Biggs that is narrowly focused on the FBI right now and is trying to compel them to give us information about CHSs. Ivan, what you're telling me is a much broader... Um, inquiry is necessary, and obviously, I don't know enough about that. I'll be looking to you in the days and weeks to come. How to finance that litigation, we may need help from folks because it's going to be a problem. Oh, pro bono. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, pro bono. I'll tell that to my mortgage holder. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, I'm um, I'm willing to do what I can. Um, and please let's talk later yes
1: thank you I'm going to make one final statement and Norm is welcome to follow up if he wants to again I want to thank everybody that came out here from the gateway pundit I want to thank Kyle Cheney from political I want to thank Ivan Raikland I want to thank Mel from 1776 returns some other individuals I don't know my other friend is out here he's always supporting us as well Uh, I want to thank Infowars and uh, I would just say this in closing The justice system that we have here in the United States is also a cornerstone of our republic. It's not just the First Amendment and the Second Amendment that are under attack, but it's the justice system that there's a belief, there's a trust, there's a faith that you're going to get a fair trial. That means that there's going to be good faith in any proceedings and negotiations and that the judge is going to respond to this, whether it's a trial or a plea, and that the negotiations and the proceedings are ongoing. And it's a fluid thing until it's finalized. My concern is that here in this day in American justice, decisions are made, incarcerations are set, whatever else have you. And all of this is decided before the individual ever even sees his day in court. And if that's where we're at in this country, folks, then the justice system is truly dead. So unless Norm
4: Pattis would like to follow up, that's going to conclude my statements for today. i just say this. You know, there's been a, a weaponization of government committee from the House. It hasn't been nearly aggressive enough, um, nearly courageous enough um, in the questions it's asked and the answers it's been, that it's required to give. We had a, a, an FBI agent refuse to answer certain questions. We should have been held in contempt. Um, you know, Congress has plenary oversight of uh, power. Um, and, you know, I have respect for Congress as an institution. Uh, But Jim Jordan is asleep at the switch. He needs to stop posturing, stop playing footsie with Marjorie Taylor Greene, get up off his ass and do his job. There are serious questions that need addressing, and Jim Jordan's not getting the job done. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much.
3: All right, so that wraps up the impromptu press conference there after Owen Schroeder's been sentenced to 60 days in prison. We uh, have skipped every uh, ad break that we can. Uh, that we could have for the first half of this show, so please, folks, do go to infoWarsStore dot com. We need your support. You know, we're not. We don't have to fake it. We don't have to play it up. You can see with your own eyes how we're being oppressed. How we're being constantly bothered. Constantly. Attacked on every side. I mean, Alex Jones isn't in here right now because he's being deposed for something else in a different room in this building. So he will be here uh, in just the next few minutes. But please, folks, we are only able to survive this onslaught because you go to InfoWarsStore.com. That's how we get funding. That's how we fund everything from the American Journal to the War Room to the Alex Jones Show, all the great content creators we have at Band.video. Video. They're trying to intimidate us into giving up our free speech. We will not give it up. We will continue to insist on our First Amendment.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
2: Go to hell, New World Order.
4: We kept you.
8: We are running some old friends. Is ship alright?
4: Seems okay if we can get to it.
2: Strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Harrison, visit Infowars.com forward slash show now.
7: I hope that old man got that tractor
4: beam out of commissioner. This is going to be a real short trip. Okay,
2: While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show today.
3: That means that
5: somebody like Governor Ron DeSantis could declare an emergency and just change the laws of the nation. I've had enough of people declaring emergencies in order to take control of our lives. I know that mass shootings are bad, but if we're going to do the numbers, then let's do the numbers. Okay, it's exceedingly rare compared to car fatalities. Why don't we declare emergencies on that? We can declare emergencies on anything. This is it's part of a bigger problem that we're seeing unfold. Permission to go, Alex Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, going to decline. Okay, this 30 day suspension of a constitutional right is meant to be a trial balloon. Right. Uh, A test for something that may happen in the next year in the run up to the election, saying that the Second Amendment is not absolute and then having a few. Gun control fanatics. go. Hold on. That's that's theater. You got Trump. Trump's I feel like he's going to go to jail. Uh, you're seeing parents being cleaved from their kids with this bill in California. Free speech. That's the, it's not just the Second Amendment. You got the First Amendment. There's a number of examples of free speech being um, flexible. Right. You know, if, if you could lose your medical license, you know, if you decide to say something different about covid, we now know that the government did suppress, try to suppress uh, information. First Amendment uh, um, so that people wouldn't speak out against what they believe to be right. You have read these retail theft laws, you know, the nine hundred dollar uh, ceiling. That's another trial balloon for the end of private property in my uh, the conspiratorial uh, theater. Um, you could see these all kind of go together. You're, you're seeing an attack on speech. You're seeing an attack on personal protection. If you get mugged, I mean, look at the guy in the subway who tried to save people's lives. If you look at theft and in private property, I have a feeling that this timing is strange here and it might get very weird. I think this next election will make the other two, I don't know, look like a game of pickleball among friends. <laughs> I mean, why would you suspend the Second Amendment? So and this is where I become Alex Jones. So milita- militarized action will succeed without friction. Stage an event. Call a clampdown, Disarm the public. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Judge, does it drive you crazy that people who are in So there you go, folks. That is
3: Greg Gutfeld channeling Alex Jones, as he says. I think I know what's going on here. I think I know what that is because we've experienced it in our personal lives. If you're an info warrior, if you're a conspiracy theorist, as they say, by the way, hi, I'm Harrison Smith and I'm the host of uh, American Journal. Alex will be in studio momentarily, just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere, folks. He'll be here to respond to and react to the news that uh, Owen Schroer has been jailed or will be soon jailed, sentenced to 60 days in prison for his free speech. So stay tuned for that. Alex Jones will be in studio momentarily. But I think I know what's going on with Greg Gutfeld. They're finally starting to connect the dots. They're finally starting to see the constellation rather than the stars, not treating these instances as individual and totally disconnected examples of tyranny, but rather very necessary components of a larger machine that's being built, little puzzle pieces that all form together to create the image of global government, total open air concentration camp slavery for the vast majority of people, while the very few at the top enjoy endless privacy and own everything. They're starting to get it. They're starting to understand. And it's such a powerful realization. It's such a terrifying realization because it is. It really is. I mean, when you realize how thorough this takeover is, the consequences of all of these things being implemented, it's sort of scary. So they are starting to get it. They're starting to understand what's going on, but they're still scared. So what they have to do is make it a joke. They have to make, oh, I'm just impersonating Alex Jones when I say this in order to make it a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more easy to go down. You know, I've talked about this on on my show a bunch, just in our personal lives. I've had this with my friends, where I had a friend, in, he was in New York, he was sort of a liberal dude, but he was talking to some Indian girl, and she's like, what do you do? And he says, I'm a director, and she's like, Ugh, another white dude director. And he's telling me this story, and he goes, and I thought, man, if Harrison was here, he would say something. If Harrison was here, he would... You know, have not taken this lying down, but he does take it lying down, and it's not that it's not that I'm something special; it's that he knows how he should be reacting. He has an innate reaction that is appropriate to being insulted like that, but he's uncomfortable with it. He has to put it off on somebody else. he has to put it off on his conspiracy theorist friend and say he would say this, so that's what Greg Gutfeld's doing. He gets it, he knows what's going on. he's starting to see the the forest for the trees. And he goes, but he's still uncomfortable. He's still, it's like still too big of a revelation to just deal with sincerely. And so he has to put it off and pretend it's a joke and pretend he's mimicking Alex Jones because this is something Alex Jones would say. Well, it's the truth. It's not just that Alex Jones was right about the things that Greg Gutfeld listed there, but that he's been right the entire time and that these things are not necessarily new. They're just ramping up to an intolerable level. So that was Greg Gutfeld asking permission to go Alex Jones. He was denied permission. They're like, no, thanks. We don't want to connect the dots. We'd rather just deal with all of these as individual problems and then offer no solutions and then be surprised when they keep doing it and keep imposing these and keep establishing the groundwork and the foundation for the prison that they're building for all of us. And it's amazing to see that on Fox News. I mean, the list that Greg Gutfeld was going through, and you can see him glancing like he clearly has it. It was almost exactly the same as my list for today, right? My list of topics that I'd want to discuss. It's kids being taken away from their parents for their parents not affirming their, their gender. Of course, that only comes after the kids have themselves been propagandized and seduced into transgenderism. Right? So first they propagandize them, and then if you don't go along with it, they take your child away. He talked about the Trump indictment. He talked about the border being open. Uh, of course, the FBI is rounding up people, and in some cases, simply murdering them in their homes. You know, Three people have died in FBI raids in the last month. You've only heard about one, probably, the guy in Utah, but there are two others that are just as egregious. He talks about the de- destruction of the First Amendment, how the Second Amendment is, of course, being destroyed wholesale under the claim of... Uh, A health emergency. Right. It's the same. I mean, it was so obvious. Like we've called this from so long ago. It was at least a year ago, probably two years ago. They started talking in this way. They started realizing, oh, if we have a medical emergency, we get to do all sorts of unconstitutional things. Gun violence is a medical crisis, is a medical emergency. Racism is a medical emergency. They just put that label on it and realize that scares people into allowing their constitutional rights to be taken. Of course, there is some pushback on this, and um, uh, either I or when Alex is in the studio, I'm sure he'll go to the uh, sheriff video opposing the unconstitutional order, which is nice to see. Would have been nice to see under COVID. Would have been nice to see any of the other times our constitutional rights have been violated or completely uh, abolished, as it were. But it's nice to see Fox News finally starting to wake up their toe in the water of realizing what the hell's going on in this world, and we can only hope to see more of it. Uh, folks, we'll be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Alex Jones will be in studio momentarily. This is Harrison Smith asking you to go to Infowarsstore.com to keep us on the air and in the fight because it is a fight, folks. But we're not giving up, we're not slowing down, we're not abandoning our rights to these tyrants.
0: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
8: From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. It means that somebody like Governor Ron
3: DeSantis could declare an
5: emergency and just change the laws of the nation. I've had enough of people declaring emergencies in order to take control of our lives. I know that mass shootings are bad, but if we're going to do the numbers, then let's do the numbers. Okay. It's exceedingly rare compared to car fatalities. Why don't we declare emergencies on that? We can declare emergencies on anything. This is it's part of a bigger problem that we're seeing unfold. Permission to go, Alex Jones. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, so gonna, this, I'm, I'm going to decline. OK, you're say, this 30 day suspension of a constitutional right is meant to be a trial balloon. Right. Yep. A test for something that may happen in the next year in the run up to the election, saying that the Second Amendment is not absolute and then having a few Gun control fanatics. Hold on. That's that's theater. You got Trump. Trump's I feel like he's going to go to jail. Uh, You're seeing parents being cleaved from their kids with this bill in California. Free speech. That's it's not just the Second Amendment. You got the First Amendment. There's a number of examples of free speech being um, flexible. Right. You know, if, if you could lose your medical license, you know, if you decide to say something different about covid, we now know that the government did suppress, try to suppress uh, information. First Amendment uh, um, so that people wouldn't speak out against what they believed to be right. You have read these retail theft laws, you know, the nine hundred dollar uh, ceiling. That's another trial balloon for the end of private property in my uh, the conspiratorial uh, theater. Um, you could see these all kind of go together. You're, you're seeing an attack on speech. You're seeing an attack on personal protection. If you get mugged, I mean, look at the guy in the subway who tried to save people's lives. If you look at theft and private property, I have a feeling that this timing is strange here and it might get very weird. I think this next election will make the other two, I don't know, look like a game of pickleball among friends. (laughs) I mean, why would you suspend the Second Amendment? So and this is where I become Alex Jones. So militarized action will succeed without friction, stage an event, call a clampdown, disarm the public. (laughs) Very good. Thank you.
1: In a galaxy torn by conflict, where darkness spreads its tendrils across the universe, one hero rises against the immeasurable might of the globalists. Tune in and trust in the power of the truth to lead us to victory in the great info war. Prepare for the ultimate battle for truth with today's War Room broadcast. Now, it's your host, Owen Schroyer, and his
6: intrepid crew. Find the show and share the links at infowars.com forward slash
2: show. This is an emergency transmission from deep in the heart of Texas, the U.S. resistance against a global corporate combine empowered and funded by Communist China, allied with the big mega banks that set up Communist China in 1949. The Communist Chinese have taken control of U.S. telecommunications infrastructure. The Communist Chinese have taken control of Hollywood. The Communist Chinese have taken control of the main universities. This is all confirmed. This is not a drill. Big Tech in Silicon Valley is almost completely run by the Communist Chinese government. They've officially become state-run. Apple, 100%. Google is now making the transition and announcing a merger in total worldwide censorship. They are now beta-testing, using me as the straw man, a demonized version of Alex Jones to do that. This is happening. This is not like the other probes before that were meant to get you used to probes and censorship, thinking you would adapt to censorship by just putting up with it. Now this attack is thousands and thousands and thousands of times the magnitude of all previous attacks. This is a titrated dose, reverse psychological warfare operation using adapt and overcome subversion paradigm manipulation. In layman's terms, they are manipulating the fact that we adapt to being oppressed. We adapt to being pressed with the low dosages of oppression. Now when the megaton hits us of the total takeover, we try to adapt to the poison infusion instead of not knowing it's a lethal dose if we accept the dose. Total Internet of Things, Integration, Global Social Score, Complete Command and Control System. It is the virtual reality AI weapon system now attacking the United States with traitors inside the major security agencies, blocking Trump's resistance of the program and attempting to stop us from removing the tentacles of the ChaiCom slash Big Tech banking combine emergency situation. I have been chosen for destruction because I brought you this information and have been battering, ramming it out as much as I can. They want to double use me as they always do in any complex system of mathematical deception where every angle of my good is turned against us. So they take what I've said, being sincere, Build me into an insincere person in the straw man. I'm a person that cares about life and children and is against these wars, and so they make me a herder of children. And then they build me into this lie to then set the distraction while they're actually censoring all of you to make a debate about Alex Jones. So even if I didn't sell out to them, they've now used me as an archetype to serve them by being the main distraction. I have now been captured by the enemy in the information warfare fulcrum and it's being used against you. Only your full understanding of this key will break you free from this paradigm. I have given you the transmission. Now break free.
8: I have sworn upon the altar of God, eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. If you are receiving this transmission,
2: you are the resistance. All right, it's uh, 12.39 Central Standard Time, coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Alex Jones. I got out of uh, one of the unending depositions run by the globalist against us about 15 minutes ago. I had to call Owen and get up to speed. I know he was on with us last hour. Uh, But 60 days in jail for the First Amendment. It is in the federal uh, filing and it, it's just staggering, uh, You know, even though I knew the tyranny was coming and was going to get more intense, absolutely staggering. This is where we are. And in, in my bankruptcy deposition, it was all, if you're lying, we're going to put you in prison, you're going to prison, you're going to prison. Of course, I wasn't lying about anything. And people can be intimidated by this and we'll lose everything or people can realize we got bullies coming after us civilizationally, and we can stand up to it and turn things around. But no one can deny the country's being run purposely into the ground. No one can deny this 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 absolute evil's taking place. Owen is going to pop back in. He's gotten more information bottom of the next hour. But uh, they could have him reporting to jail uh, for 60 days in the D.C. gulag. Who knows what they'll do to him in there as early as next week. Uh, I had told Owen, because I know that he's been paying most of his expenses and is out of money. Uh, that he should do a personal expenses thing, he's paying for his own airplanes, everything. In, in the in the bankruptcy, we can't help Owen in any way. And so, I think he raised forty thousand dollars at defendowen.com. dot com. He's going to shut that down today. If you want to go donate there for his personal expenses, but you got to be clear. He he says it's for legal and spends one dollar on a plane ticket or for a CPA or whatever. They'll put him in prison for wire fraud. That's why he has to now kill that promotion, uh, that that fundraiser that is for his personal expenses because he's out of money. And start a new one for a legal defense fund. He's got to appeal this. Uh, this is a First Amendment case. He said, oh, just go serve your 60 days in jail. This is a journalist who tried to stop January 6th on record that the feds say in the filing I've sh- already showed to you 10 times at least, hey, he's not remorseful. He still says the election's stolen. We want 120 days in jail or a year, minimum 120. And yeah, it's not 20-something like Enrique Tarrio or 16 or 17 like Joe Biggs, but they're just getting started. Where's the ACLU? Where's the Wall Street Journal? I mean, we've had corrupt media for a while, but they used to at least defend their own system a little bit. But no, it's pure predatory now. The legacy dinosaur media is at war with the new independent media because we're so much bigger than they are with actual listeners and viewers. They have a 1,000 times the funding by big corporations and the defense complex and big pharma. In fact, I was watching, I'm not a big sports guy, but I was watching Djokovic Sunday. My wife's a big tennis person. Plays tennis and watches it, and he hadn't been allowed in the U.S. for three, four years, and he, you know, he won that big victory. And right as he wins, they go, "Brought to you by Pfizer." Uh, So even though he he said no to all that, they're still making money off of it. It, It's literally criminal how they're trying to take our bodies over, and this should be a nonpartisan issue. So, Owen is going to fight this, but he may not even get the appeal. Uh, The judge, the judge's destruction, he he may just be put in jail, uh, and they basically disregard. Uh, the appeal, and, and you can say, well, he'll just do it 60 days. No, they could easily Jeffrey Epstein him in there. So go to DefendOwen.com and make a donation. Separately, I'm going to just say this right there, because I've done full accounting. I just got interrogated for five hours by the big Democrat Party, a top law firm, and people said, well, you know, it doesn't even matter. And, and And just going over all the finances, I am a million dollars plus in the hole. And I got great lawyers that have been doing a really good job of my federal issues. And I had to have a big accounting firm, reverse engineer everything, improve everything. I had to pay for the outside accounting firm that the judge appointed that's, that's out to get us. And they had to admit we told the truth. The U.S. Chapter 5 trustee, Justice Department appointed, put a report out, obviously three months ago, saying I told the truth and have done nothing wrong. Because, obviously, folks, I'm not Lex Luthor, when it, even though I have the haircut, when it comes to uh, finances and life. I mean, I'm a straight-up you know, guy. I, I would do good in Mayberry, RFB, and I wish we were still like that. I understand evil people, though. I know how to study them, and that's why they get freaked out that I have knowledge of them. But just because I have knowledge of how they operate doesn't mean I do it. If they're going to set me up put me in prison, it's going to be deliberate, and, and they're going to be 100% in the wrong. Uh, but I won't be able to continue this show in a month, uh, myself, uh, if I don't raise a million dollars. We've already raised like 140000 We put up uh, defendjones.com. And again, a million dollars isn't what it used to be. It sounds like a bunch of money. We reach tens of millions of people every day. You know that. We trend all the time everywhere. We create the talking points of resistance. We've raised $133,000. And we're in the hole for a million. And, that, and that's almost a year of my lawyers um, taking the case, doing that, and then we had deals promised w- within my pay to be raised and things. You've heard that in the news to 1.5 million that would, would just pay the legal bills and give me about $300,000 to live on. Uh, and and with all my expenses and things, that's nothing. And I don't care about that. I'm wearing a shirt I bought like eight years ago and I love it to death. I, I, I wear like 10 pieces of clothing. You all know that. Uh, I, I don't uh, about anything. I like to go to nice restaurants. That is, that is my deal. I like to, Tell us that Alex Jones told you to lie Uh, I mean, I was getting that stuff today And I'm just sitting there totally innocent There's a confidence to that But it's also scary When they've already got all the documents And know you're totally innocent And to them, they just want a brownie point With the establishment to destroy Alex Jones And in the process They're just destroying all of us along with themselves So I don't want to make the story about us But you want somebody to fight? We've done it We've changed the world This audience, our guest, myself And what we've done has been incredible and you know the, 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 what God put on my heart in discernment in like 1997 was I think about the year where I was given basically the download. I wouldn't call it a vision. It was just this massive, like like my head blew up, blew off, and like like narles Barkley said, you know, since I went crazy, I, I, my, I've got so much space, and there's this there's this big echo now, and, that, and that's basically what happened. I, It also happened when I was about 18, a few years before, a little head blowing off, but this was like, boom. And since then, I've had the head explode. Head didn't start exploding until about 2016, it exploded again. Now I'm having these spiritual explosions every week, and I can't even handle the knowledge or discernment now. It's just, it's my little mortal brain being jacked in. God just keeps upping my discernment and my weapons level politically uh, till now, the globos are scared of me, and that's all God. But I am now a major focal point, and it, it's—I mean—the the, discernment—it's—it's—it's it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's—it's it's psychic power, uh, and uh, but it's only for missions God wants. I can just look at massive things and understand them, and, and give you the right answer. Little personal things in my life, you know, I can't tell you—you know—how much bacon's in the refrigerator, or you know, can't remember my first cousin's name who I'm good friends with. That—that's all gone but all the knowledge is now how to fight the new world order. And they tune in and they hear me talk and they get scared, folks. That's why Henry Kissinger tried to hire me and a lot of other people because I've been blessed by God. I've been given discernment and so have you. And so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an honor for your support, but I think it's an honor for you to be involved in this level of the fight supporting us. It's 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 a big deal. So defendjones.com, defendjones.com, uh, info, and, and it's a multi-winged bird. We've got a fund free speech that's barely in the black. Or the court can shut us down. But the bankruptcy is going through right now, the other side's panicked. But we're barely, you know, got that wing going. Alex Jones has been neglecting Alex Jones. That that wing's in trouble. So that's defendjones.com. Or JonesCrowder.com, and you get my new show every week. that we've been overperforming. We're gonna add new shows. Get all the Stephen Crowder's programs, all their comedy shows, the Hodge twins, and they really deliver on the content. You go to JonesCrowder.com, use promo code Alex or the Mug Club at uh, Stephen Crowder's website, and just use Alex Jones promo code when you uh, get a year membership. You get a month free. That also funds me personally, uh, though I'm using a lot of it to fund free speech, and I've already allotted what's coming in, a large portion of it to this operation. That's just how I operate. So I've tried to balance all these uh, facets here, but jonescrowder.com uh, or simply uh, go to defendjones.com and don't forget uh, Owen's site as well. We'll put that on screen for you. But he told me, and I just talked to him 20 months ago hey, don't plug that site. I think I got enough for my back expenses when I'm in legal expenses now, but I'm still giving you a chance to uh, go to that uh, Owen site. And, and I, I told him to do it a few days ago, but I forget the URL. Can we put it on screen? What'd you say it was? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're talking over the speaker so low I can't hear you. Uh, DefendOwen.com. So defendOwen.com. Uh, DefendJones.com and JonesCrowder.com, but uh, this is a this is a big big deal. Oh, and it's clean cut, handsome, Christian. Uh, spent he never tells people this, but spent his summers um, in high school and college taking care of mentally retarded children. Uh, it, it just you can't get a better person, and uh, physically makes me sick that the enemy is this bad and that they. They think that, we're intim- that we can be bullied and that we can be intimidated, and it's actually the opposite. I pledge to you to work even harder. I pledge you to not back down a single centimeter. I'll never give up. I'll never give in, but I could give out. And I've been honest about this. You know, like when I got remarried seven years ago, I wanted to phase out The Daily Show, do a podcast, write a book, make a film, make, really do quality stuff all the time that's really hard-hitting. <sighs> but that's not my position because they want to make me quit i can't do it now and so but with that comes i'll never give up i'll never give in but i could give out i need your support and free speech systems has great products you need the books the films the t-shirts there's a few signed copies that are it's the fundraiser of the great reset in the war for the world and infowarsstore.com that supports free speech And there's the regular book unsigned for a lower much lower price one quarter of the price or less and there's uh Again, Vitamineral Fusion uh, sold out. Sorry. Uh, bodies is back. It's incredible, and so is DNA Force Plus. We've got the new coffee that's so good. And it, it's just incredibly dark times. All right. Uh, I, I got up at 5 a.m. this morning. I was being deposed by 8 a.m., and I, I did a lot of preparation last night before I went to bed. There's been a lot of new developments here. But just let this headline from NBC News show in. And, and, and later we'll go to Twitter. I haven't looked yet, but I know what it's going to be. Total Celebration. Uh, Infowars host, Owen Schroer, sentenced to 60 days in January 6th case. And uh, it's, it's a huge story. And it's got Tim Pool saying, death to tyrants, 120 days in prison, recommended. Ray Epps, we have to go into the Capitol. No charges as of yet. Uh, defended by media and Democrats. Told the January 6th committee he orchestrated the attack on the Capitol. Owen Schroer tried to stop it. Savannah Hernandez, D.C. protesters are trying to put Owen Schroer in jail. 120 days because he stood outside the Capitol building, January sixteenth, seventeen 1776, called Democrats tyrants. He said, yeah, 1776, they're tyrants, but don't go in. He had to get their attention. And they say he also said on his own show that he, uh, just a few months ago, oh, on the show, he said all this. But, you know, here, here's the good news. Uh, Greg Gutfeld, I know, was a really funny guy. And the Five uh, replaced um, Glenn Beck. I thought was doing a great job on the show other than attacking me but he knows that's the, the way to pat the establishment on the head. But Gutfeld and everybody now know the battle chant to let the establishment know you're awake is Alex Jones was right and let me become Alex Jones. And it's because people now realize I told you the truth, the whole truth, nothing about the truth, except a few mistakes. And um, this is 100% real. And uh, I told everybody this, and, 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 and it wasn't like some big secret. but man enemies always run around it. But I, I grew up around people on the sharp end of the stick uh, that actually worked in the nastier parts of the government. I don't mean pencil pushers. I don't just mean door kickers. And uh, I mean, people in charge of stuff. And I, I was blessed to grow up around that so that I had a leg up and be way ahead of everybody else. I've been on air since 21, 21 years old folks. I'm basically 50 in a couple months. And uh, I'm not bragging about who I am. I've been very blessed to be in this position And now you're seeing everything we warned you about come true. And, but the good news is that I'll have to take my licks. Trump will have to take his licks. Owen will have to take his licks. And many others will have to take our licks. Uh, But it's worth it in the final equation to take the licks because it's worth it for the children. And as men, we're not supposed to be a bunch of cowards. At least we're not dying in some evil war for the globalists, but still those men have courage. They believe that it was right. Uh, but most of them, once they get older, realize that they were manipulated and lied to. But this is in the age of Great Awakening. The evil power structure is scared, and so they're making their move. I want to give the phone number out to talk about Owen Schroer, American journalist, recommended prison time, which he's now been given, for his speech directly in the document. And where is the media defending a journalist? This is so dangerous. It hurts America, standing in the world so big. This is a huge deal. We're taking calls on Owen only. No other topics. I'm going to give the number out, so let's turn the phone system on. Here is the number to call on Owen Schroyer only and your quick comment on it. I'd love to hear from you, and I appreciate all your support, and I want to appreciate your prayers. 877-789-2539. Just like I was a test being deplatformed and debanked, I told you they're coming for all you next, this January 6th thing is demonizing all loyal opposition to the New World Order. I don't mean their law opposition. I mean loyal Americans who are in opposition against the New World Order, labeling us as criminals. And now they're saying, <coughs> on CNBC, you name it, we need to use Homeland Security against the American people. We need to outlaw Trump supporters. So this is a one-party state being set up. It is beyond dangerous. It is beyond insane. 877-789-2539. 789 two, five, three, nine. And Owen no, will be popping in at the bottom of the hour, but he's got to get on an airplane back to Austin. They're going to tell him reporter the next week when to report to prison, but we're going to try to appeal that. Uh, and this is a very serious situation. Owen's a very, very private person. He's also taking care of family and things. And I'm just going to let him talk about that himself, but his uh, personal lives is very private because Antifa's targeted him at his home uh, and more. And because he's on probation uh, he's not allowed to have a firearm. He's on probation for wearing a piece of tape over his mouth at the Capitol while Code Pink threw fits and attacked police and was never arrested. Uh, so 877-789-2539, very dark day for America and the world. DefendJones.com, DefendOwen.com, JonesCrowder.com, and if you want to support free speech systems, great products at com or triple 253 3139 But support it all at All These Your Support. If you believe what we're doing, you want to make us strong in this fight. We'll never back down. We'll never give in. We could give out. We'll be right back. Please stay with us.
6: Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to m and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1% to 5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super-powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredient and turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at Infowarsstore.com and put your body at ease.